The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, we have the latest inflation numbers. The president's sense of timing could uh, use some work. And the demons were out and active last night in Hilliard. But thankfully, so were the angels of light. We will discuss all today here on a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Very glad to be with you on 94.5 The Answer in Dayton and 98.9 in Columbus. As always, we invite your participation in the show Bruce at SalemMedia.com is the email address. Our number is 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Here is how it sounded this morning when the latest inflation numbers were unveiled on Fox Business. 8.3% is the year-over-year number, 8.3%. If you strip out the core, it is 6.3%. Again, coming in hotter than expected and hotter than a lot of economists and a lot of people on this panel thought it was going to come in, to be clear here. Again, the expectation, 8.1%, 8.3% was the headline number. Uh, it's, is the month-to-month number. We were looking for that to fall, to be clear, everybody, to fall. It came in at 0.1%, and then the core coming in at 0.6%. All of these are hotter than expected, everybody. Again, to go through this, we jumped 0.1% month-to-month. This is from July to August. Okay, so a lot of numbers there, and what do they mean? Uh, She hit it. They mean that inflation did not decline to the extent that it was anticipated to decline. The uh, core inflation rate, which you strip out food and energy, because you know no one needs food and energy on a daily basis, so we just take that out. It's a way that the government has to make inflation look less daunting than it really is to take out food and energy, because obviously you need food. And to get someplace, you need gas, okay, for your car. But they anticipated that what has been happening with gas prices lately? Gas prices have been falling, right? Gas prices were around $5. Now they are, what, 340-ish, maybe 320 this week. I heard they fell 14%. Producer Pam, what's the latest? 323 right up the street here this morning. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, well, they'll go back up. 323, they'll go back up. But 323, still uh, a dollar-ish more than when Joe Biden took office. But over the last month, unequivocally, gas prices have fallen. So I thought, all right, inflation's going to go down because energy prices are down. Uh, No. When they take out energy and food, uh, prices rose. Prices rose. So that's a very bad sign for the White House because uh, today the president scheduled an appearance at the White House to tout, what do you think, the Inflation Reduction Act. Yes, he was going to tout the Inflation Reduction Act today. Now, why do you think he was going to do that? He's going to do that because he thought he could have a number that would allow him to get up there and lie about inflation being under control like he did a month ago when he said that inflation was 0% in the month of July. When it was not 0% in the month of July, it was 8.6% over the previous July. But it was down from what? 9.1, 9.2 the previous month. So he likes 
And I get it. He's a politician. He's trying to put the best face on everything. There is no good face. What time did, put did you say it. he's going to spin it? Uh, something around four hours from now, okay. I think. Just wondered. And he's got to sleep in, Pam. He's got uh, tapioca right. to eat, and I he's know. got to get out of his jammies and uh, wake up and you know, then right. take another nap before he speaks. Get some coffee. At 2 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Lots of coffee. <laughs> Skittles and Mountain Dew, too. Uh, but, yeah, the numbers are not good, and I'm not happy the numbers are not good, but I'm not uh, unhappy that he does not have a way, although I'm sure he will try to invent a way, he has four hours, to lie around these numbers. Uh Wages are not keeping up with inflation, not anywhere close. And wages, year over year, are down. Prices are up year over year, and wages are down. Now, they can tell you wages are up, but year over year, they're down. So uh, this is not good. It is uh, hard to do what the Biden administration has done, which is spend, 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 spend. You cannot spend your way out of inflation. You spend your way into inflation. And when you spend more, and they are spending more on the lying Inflation Reduction Act, it does not reduce inflation. I'm actually surprised they called it that in their touting of his comments today because they have been calling it a climate reduction bill ever since they passed it, which they knew they could never get it passed if they were trying to pass a 700 billion dollar climate reduction bill and then he spent what somewhere between a half a trillion and a trillion on unconstitutional student loan forgiveness so you cannot spend your way out of inflation you spend your way into it and you exacerbate it make it worse by spending more and more and more and more so that is where we are and it's uh, long term i think good for the republicans because we start to see movement in the midterm elections and Arizona with Blake Masters against Mark Kelly in Pennsylvania with Dr. Oz against John Fetterman here in Ohio with J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan. It's going to be hard for Ryan, who's a very good liar, to spin as something positive. And so uh, that is where we are on the economy. But as it concerns local news, I said the demons were out last night in Hilliard, and boy were they, because last night there was in front of the Hilliard Board of Education uh, one thing on the docket and then one thing that came up. We've talked to you before about these badges, these LGBTQ-friendly badges with all the different uh, trans flags and non-binary flags and this flag and that flag. And the teachers wear these badges that say something like, I'm, I'm safe, or it's a, the word safe is on the badge. In other words, if your LGBTQIA ampersand divided by sign, multiplied sign, umlaut, If you're part of the Alphabet Mafia, I'm telling you right now that I'm free and available to discuss your sexuality, not science, not math, not history, not art, not music. Let's talk sexuality. And it's such a breach of protocol, and we have gotten to the point where it is such a such a normal breach of protocol that we don't stop to go back to the, just a root question here, which is how is it not super creepy that we are allowing adults who are not children's parents to have sexually based conversations with our students, right? I just, I'd like to go all the way back to the point where we decided that this was something that adults 
could discuss with students. It is wholly inappropriate. You say, well, the students need to know that they're supported. Okay, let's examine that issue too. Here's a truth that is uncomfortable but inarguable. All kids are bullied to some degree in school. It's very unfortunate. It would be wonderful if we could eliminate it. A lot of people think they can by going to certain schools, what be it a Christian school, a parochial school, a private school. You think, I'll get away from all that dysfunction, all that nastiness, all that clickishness. I'll get away from that. It won't exist where I'm going. Let me clue you in. This is not an indictment of the school where my kids go. This was a eyes wide open awareness my wife and I had when we decided to put our kids in private school. Is that kids, are you ready for the revelation? Kids are kids. And they will be kids no matter what school you put your kids in. The only place to keep your kids from being bullied is if they are homeschooled and they don't have a phone. And they are homeschooled alone because they will likely be bullied to some degree by their siblings, okay? This is life. And while it is a regrettable part of life, and I'm not sitting here endorsing bullying, I am sitting here telling you that there is an element of it that children need to learn how to weather. Because while you and I as adults don't call it bullying, We face challenges in our work environment, in our relational environment, every single day that we have to persevere through to go about the responsibilities that we have. So I'm not endorsing bullying, but I am also here to say that it is not true that LGBTQ students are bullied in schools to a degree where they cannot find allies to deliver them through that. You tell me. You tell me. You probably got a pretty good handle on the culture that we're in right now. Do you think it would go well for a student at a high school, private school, charter school, if they tossed a gay slur at a member of the LGBTQ community? Do you think that would go well for the person offering the slur? No. What would you be more likely to get away with? Making a joke about a girl's appearance, a boy's lack of masculinity, something like that. Could you run to administration and get instant response to something like that? No, you could not. But you could if you could play yourself as an LGBTQ victim. So I reject the notion that LGBTQ students are bullied more than others. No matter what the president tells you this afternoon, the inflation numbers are not good. You can look at the financial markets and see that Dow was down 800 off the news this morning at 830 that the inflation uh, was hotter than expected and the core inflation increased in the month of August. Dow down 800, two and a half percent drop. NASDAQ down more, 4%, a 455 point drop. So that's your retirement savings being eaten up. Thanks to Joe Biden's economic policies. And he's holding a celebration today to tout the Inflation Reduction Act. His statement from the White House said, prices are flat, and that's good for the American consumer. 
See, they're only going up a tenth of a percent. That's really good. They're flat. What's flat is his brain. So, more of the same. His policies are not meant to reduce inflation, even though he names them the Inflation Reduction Act. Of course he does, because he's incapable of telling the truth. Now, last night in Hilliard, they had a packed cafeteria for the Hilliard Board of Education meeting, and I want to applaud the Hilliard Board of Education. Uh, Last night, they voted 3-2 to allow students release time for religious instruction. This is a state law, people. I have talked before on this program about LifeWise Academy. Full disclosure, I'm a total supporter of LifeWise Academy. I have done a fundraiser in the past for LifeWise Academy in New Albany. I will do another if they ask me back, if I'm privileged to be asked back. I will do a fundraiser for LifeWise Academy in any district, anywhere that uh, would like my services as MC or cheerleader or anything I can do for LifeWise Academy. I will do it because children are better off if they are exposed to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Their families are better off. Teachers benefit from this because students become cognizant of the fact that they are responsible to others and serving others is the most noble form of service. And so it's interesting to watch the demons at work in a meeting like last night's in Hilliard to see the objections against a completely voluntary program. A completely voluntary program. Let's start there. You're a parent. You are presented with an option for class instruction. Well, not for class instruction because it's not on school grounds. The kids leave school grounds. They are transported safely by LifeWise Academy to an off-site location where they receive instruction in the Bible. You opt in as a parent. If you don't want your student to go through it, they don't have to go through it. You can keep them at school. They can go through whatever you want, art, music, phys ed, whatever. But for the parents who want their students to have this instruction, you sign up and then the child becomes a part of LifeWise Academy. So what is the threat? What is the threat to parents who object to the other parents having an option, an option for an elective class off campus? What What is the objection? The objection is, of course, that darkness hates the light. And so they do not want this in their school because what if it becomes really popular? What if? What if that religious stuff starts to grow in our district and we'll have a hard time getting our teachers to wear LGBTQ-friendly badges? Yeah, that's the objection. That's the objection. Uh, here's a parent who said, Music, theater, and art are important classes for these kids. They shaped me when I was a student. Well, there are a lot of levels to that. Let me just go into that particular comment. Music, theater, and art are important classes for these kids. They shaped me when I was a student. Okay, so um, music, theater, and art, important classes. Um, eternally, I would argue that biblical instruction is a lot more important than music, theater, and art. But that's a biblical argument. A lot of people don't want to argue biblically because, you know, you don't prize the Bible. Okay, I get it. But let's go to the back half of the statement. They shaped me when I was a student. Classic, classic, classic leftist liberal ideology. I did it, therefore you should do it. I decided it was good for me. 
Therefore, it's good for you. Therefore, you should do it. This is an interesting perspective because what happened uh, late last week? Queen Elizabeth died, right? Queen Elizabeth died. And when Queen Elizabeth died, a sizable portion of the left decided that Queen Elizabeth was evil. Why? Why was Queen Elizabeth evil? Because Queen Elizabeth was, as many of them said, a colonizer. A colonizer. Like, she was the face of a regime that in that foisted its values on people of other lands with no respect for those people's personal likes, dislikes, viewpoints, culture, whatever, that the English came in and colonized countries, India, Pakistan, and others, and imposed their perspective of how life ought to be, how you ought to be um, civilized and the like, how you ought to be educated and all that, impose that on others. That's colonization, which the left universally agrees is evil, agrees to the point that some professors at United States universities were saying, Queen Elizabeth is dying, and it's about time. She's way too old, and I hope her death is excruciatingly painful because she's the face of colonization in the world. This was a viewpoint put out there by a Carnegie Mellon professor and by many other leftist professors. Oh, good, she's dying. Hopefully this will be the end of colonization. Well, what is the difference? What is the difference between the attitude that decries colonization and the attitude voiced by this parent that, you know, music, art, and theater, they shaped me. So your kids, who you'd rather send to biblical instruction off-site at no expense to the district, that's not, no, you can't do that. No, no. You do music, art, and theater because I decide that that's going to be better for your kid. I, who they're not my children, they're your children, but you don't get to make that choice as a parent because I object to your choice as a parent. How is that not colonization? How is it not colonization? It is the exact same attitude. And this is the thing with leftists is that they always see things through the prism that portrays them as completely blameless and completely charitable. Oh, it's good for me, so it's got to be good for you. Well, no. No, it's not good for the kind of child I want to raise. I want to raise a child who is aware that the world doesn't revolve around their belly button. I want them to think about other people. I want them to be exposed to the lessons, the parables, the teachings of Jesus. And since it's free and since it's state law, I'm going to let them do that. Is that okay with you, Lefty? Huh? Please? 888-900-3393. 